Welcome, everyone, to the Winning in Life Without Losing Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Pede. I'm so thankful that you're joining us today. I cannot wait to dive in today. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about creative process. And I've been working over the last 20 years trying to refine this creative process. It's something that's always moving and flexing. But if you're like me, you love to hear other people's creative process as well, because there's always something that you can take away from that. So, but before I do, I want to, uh, before I get into that today, I want to let you know where to find uh, me or follow me online. You can follow me at dustinpede.com. I release blog content there every Tuesday. I release this podcast or episode uh, every Thursday. And then every Sunday is a newsletter, just kind of a way for me to curate some content on my five topics to send to you. Uh, if you want to support me in that, then you can get early access to content as well. But if you want to sign up for free, you can do that. DustinP.com. Just click on the newsletter. You can also follow me on uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, all the places at Dustin Pede. And I want to remind you right now, if you're struggling with getting things done, if you go to DustinP.com, you'll see a pop up there. If you just wait just a second, you'll see a pop up there for my do versus do process, which is D-O versus D-U-E. Uh, I released a podcast episode on that a couple of weeks ago. I encourage you to go back and take a listen to that if you're interested in how this simple mind shift can make productivity or can make you more productive uh, with more margin and let's face it, win in life without losing your mind. So uh, I'm excited to share that with you. I'd love for you to take a look at that when you get a second. But today we are talking about the 4D creative process. The 4D creative process. Look, if you're like me, when you were a kid, uh, any opportunity you got a chance to see a movie in 3D, you took it. It didn't matter what it was. It could be the worst movie. If you were a, a, um, a boy, it could have been some Barbie or horsey or pony movie or whatever. If there's an opportunity for you to see that thing in 3D, to go to the actual theater, put on those paper glasses and watch that thing in 3D, you were all in. Now, as we get older and we start going to the theme parks and they start offering us these 4D experiences, right? And if you go to Disney, there's some 4, 4D experiences there for you to be able to make you feel like you're in it. So not only are the things popping out at you, but they're also spraying water and blowing wind and uh, things like that all around you so that you can feel it as well. And so I've been working on this creative process for almost 20 years to help feel our way through this thing called creativity, right? Uh, and there's always different stages of creativity. Even if you're like, I'm just a, you know, an Enneagram seven and just kind of whatever comes up in my mind, that's when I know I need to create. And that's how I create. Listen, that's fantastic. But I promise you that if you are able to put a process around yourself that works for you, that you will be much more creative. So let's dive right in. The first thing you need to do is you need the first D of the 4D process uh, is that you need to define some things. 
and you need to find some things, right? And we, we've said before, I think I've written about it before, about putting creatives in a box. And a lot of people go, oh, don't, you can't put creative people in a box. They don't like to be put in a box. They need to be able to kind of spread their wings and go wherever they want. Well, the, the truth is, is that creative people long to have the box. They need to know the boundaries. Otherwise, we stare at the blank canvas or the blank page or the blank timeline project and in, in, our, in our video editing. We stare at that and we go, I, there's so many different places to start. I don't even know where to start. And it paralyzes creative people. And so the first thing you need to do in your creative process in this 4D process is you need to define the problem, right? We've said before that creativity is problem solving, nothing more, nothing less. It's been said many times, not by me. That's just stuff that I've picked up along the way. But we understand that creativity is problem solving. So the first thing you need to do is you need to define the problem. What's the box? What's the parameters that we're working in with here? Are there non-negotiables that we need to think about? Are there certain words that we can and can't use? Are there colors and brands that we can and can't use? What's the vision for the project? Maybe just stand back for a second and ask your client or ask yourself, what's the vision for this project? Paint done for me here, right? We love that phrase from Brene Brown, paint done so that you can understand what it is. So that's all part of the first D, define. Define what the problem is. Understand fully. Get that project brief, right? Get that project brief and understand what it is that you're out there trying to solve. Now, the second D after define is the fun one. This is where my Enneagram 7s come in and they thrive and they love this. This is the dream phase right this is the dream phase and most people will call it the brainstorm phase right i like the dream phase because it brainstorm it, even then i just get some kind of like a narrowed this is the part where there is no box right you can just ah so i've defined it i know what we're after and i can dream up as many different creative solutions as possible it's important to understand in this part of the creative process that what you're looking for here is quantity of ideas, not quality of ideas. Now, I know that some of you, not the Enneagram 7s, but maybe like the 6s or the 5s or the 9s might have cringed a little bit and be like, why are we wasting time coming up with really bad ideas that we can't do? It's a it's an exercise. It's a process to get everything out. It's a total mind dump, whether you're alone or whether you're with a group of people in your creative team. If you can dream up as many potential solutions to the problem as you can, you will be amazed at how many options you have to choose from. And so I would highly encourage you to set some parameters. And I, I know that you don't like parameters. This is the phase with the least amount of parameters of the, of the creative process. But I would encourage you to cap it at about 60 to 90 minutes. I would encourage you to make sure that the people, if it's going to be more than just you in the room, make sure that you have the right people in the room. We're going to talk about roles on a creative team in a future post. But I want to just tell you right now, if there's someone on your team that is really good at seeing um, the idea and tearing it apart in the most constructive way to say, here's eight reasons why we can't do this or why we can't afford this or why this will never work in our context with our target audience. Those people are fantastic for another step we're going to get to in a second. But here in the dream phase, they will destroy the dream phase. And so you need to kindly uh, figure out a way to let them to, uh, to make them understand that you need them, 
You cannot do this without them. You cannot do them do this successfully without their input, but it's not time for their input yet. In this phase of the dream phase, we are after quantity of ideas, not quality of ideas. And so you may in a 90 minute brainstorm or dream session, uh, you know, in this phase and you have all kinds of people in the room, you may end up with 80, 90, 200, maybe even uh, different ideas. You can put them on post-it notes. You can put them on whiteboards. You can have someone keeping notes on, on an Evernote tab or something like that. The goal here is quantity of ideas. Now, uh, right here in the middle, uh, in between the first two Ds of uh, define and dream, and before we get to the second two Ds, I want to remind you to like and subscribe and ring the bell if you're watching this on YouTube. If anything that I'm saying is bringing value to you, those things help me uh, help go a long way in taking this content even further. If you're listening to this podcast uh, on any audio platform, I would love for you to rate and review, share this podcast with your friends, send it to your team, send it to anyone that you think could benefit uh, from the conversations that we're having here. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Now, to our last 2D. So we said first thing we need to do is we need to define it, the problem, right? Then we're going to dream about it. Now, here comes the analytical thinking people. We are going to design it. We're going to design it. And uh, sometimes in the creative process, we'll use this word, refine our ideas. That's what this design phase is, right? So imagine we're sitting in a giant ball pit you know, with all the little plastic uh, rubber plastic balls and we're sitting in it and all those little balls represent ideas and we're sitting in all of these ideas. Now, in the design phase, it's up to us to inspect each one of those balls, each one of those ideas and, and ask ourselves and ask our team, which one, which of these ideas, not just one, many, which of these ideas most closely hit the target that we're after. Remember, step one is we defined it. We defined the problem. So now that we have a big batch of ideas to choose from because we did a really good job of dreaming about it, okay, which of these ideas help us most uh, accurately and creatively hit our target, our, 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 our problem that we set when we defined the whole project to begin with? And so we're going to look at them. We're going to say, can we afford it? Can we pull it off? Do we have the right people? Do we have the right talent? Um, can we outsource this? Um, is this is this an idea that would have been great six months ago, but we don't have the time frame to pull it off? Um, there's so many different factors that come into this. And so what you're going to do is you're going to take all the ideas that you think will most creatively solve the problem that you can actually pull off within the constraints that you have, and you're going to put them all together, and you're going to design your your problem solver. You're going to design your creative solution or solutions to this problem. And then the final D of, so we've, we've defined it, right? We've dreamed about it. We've designed it, which is narrowing it down and saying, this is, this is what we choose. This is our, this is our pitch, right? We're going to pitch this and say, this is what we want to do based on the briefing and based on all the ideas that we came up with. Your final D is very simple. It's time to go to work. You're going to develop it. Now, this is the longest part of the creative process. This is usually creative people's 
um, most uh, hated part of the process because we love dreaming. We love coming up with ideas. We love everything at the start, right? The first 10% of a project is always the most exciting. And we're always so, so pumped to get into that. Now, when the rubber meets the road, we go, oh, man, I actually have to do this, right? And we try to figure out, okay, uh, now what, what is it going to take? We need to pull people together. We need a project manager. We need a designer. We need an editor. We need a filmmaker. We need a photographer. All these different things to pull off the thing that we want to do. And this up to this point, these processes can happen fairly quickly. You can kind of define it one day. You can dream it one day. And then you can uh, design it the next day. But this next part is probably going to take several days and um, lots of editing and lots of uh, revisions and lots of versions of the final, right? We have so many lists of finals or lists of versions that that we can create. And we, is this the right version? Is this the right version? Maybe it's a mold of the two versions. And we, we kind of create the, the bottom line is that this is the moment when you get to the last D to develop. This is the moment in which the rubber meets the road and it is time to go to work. And if you're wondering, I don't know how to do this. I don't know where to start. Again, I'll take you back to my do versus do worksheet. It's a great place, a simple little worksheet for you to fill out, for you to understand what it's going to take for you to get done what you've set out to get done. Right. A lot of us are really great at coming up with the ideas. Very few of us can come up with the ideas and execute. Right. Thomas Edison said that that genius is only 1% inspiration, but 99% perspiration. He means ideas are a dime a dozen. We can come up with 200 ideas in a 60 minute time frame. No problem. The problem is when it comes time to implement those ideas, that's where the work is. And so your final D of the creative process is to develop the thing. Get it done at all costs. Work within your time frame. Work within your constraints. Get it done. All right. I'm so pumped. I'm so passionate about this topic. If this is something that you would love for me to work through with you or with your team or with your department, I would love to take a call with you. If you just want to hop on to uh, DustinP.com and you want to click the button that says, let's talk, just just fill that out and we'll schedule a time to talk. And I would love to talk to you more about this and we can further break it down and what it looks like in your context. And I'm happy to help you walk through this uh, 4D creative process and, and maybe come up with an iteration that works even better for you. So thank you for listening uh, and watching the podcast, Winning in Life Without Losing Your Mind. Again, I'm your host, Dustin P. Check out DustinP.com for more information for the Do Versus Do worksheet or contact me if I can help you in any way at all. I love you guys. Thank you so much for watching and listening. We'll talk to you next time.